So lads, lads, welcome, welcome to the first ever live Anxious Lad podcast. Thanks a million for uh, for agreeing to do it. Much appreciated. I know it's been a bit of a build up in in getting here, um, and I can't wait to get into the ins and outs of of Man Club and everything that's been going on for you lads over the last few months. Um, it's been an incredible journey, absolutely. Um, from what I gather of it so far, but I'll let you guys kind of talk me through all of it so for everybody watching we've got adam kev steven and kyle from man club lads again thank you so much for joining how are you how are you keeping good hi thanks for having us good math thanks now this is great to have you absolutely great to have you so anyone that's that's kind of seen the podcast before that you know keeps up to date with it will will recognize adam um you want to throw your hand up, give everyone a, a little wave there, Adam. Adam's the, the creator and founder of, of Man Club. Um, we had his episode went live a couple of weeks ago um, and just an absolutely incredible story of resilience and, you know, overcoming fear and mental health and breaking through it. And then to see the, the positive spin you've put on it, mate, and then to create Man Club and everything else and the stuff we're doing, like, like I've, I've said it, a lot of times now I take my hat off to you, buddy. I really do. It's it's absolutely fantastic. So do you want to give the guys who are who are tuning in a bit of a, a recap into you and why and everything else and where Man Club came from and why it came about? Yeah, of course. Um, so um, I've suffered with my mental health for, for a good few years now. And a couple of years ago on my birthday, I was planning on taking my own life. And luckily, um, I've got some mental health support through Eastern Veterans Trust. And um, I turned around, uh, pulled myself out of it. In October last year, after months of, of persuading myself, I, I decided to launch Man Club, which there was nothing <coughs> for men in the, in the local area to go and get some mental health support. I just have like a chat and and get together now and again. So obviously Man Club came about um, and we, we decided to go down the route of using activities, various different activities to get men talking. You know, we've got members who who come and they might not suffer necessarily with their mental health, but they struggle socialising. So we get have the lads doing the football, uh, the badminton, we do broom buddy mornings, we do drone clubs, we do... Uh, we've just been paddleboarding in the North Sea uh, a couple of weeks ago. So we just try and have various activities just to get the lads talking and just to, to reassure them that there shouldn't be a stigma around men's mental health. And if they do need support, then we can get them that, that mental health support. Brilliant, brilliant. And how have you found the, the, the update? Because it's been quite a trajectory as it been on, really. It started like before Christmas and you just seem to have exploded over the last couple of months, hasn't it? Like, it's really picked picked up, like. Yeah, it's gone massive. So, we've gone from, we launched, and within, within like, the, the first three weeks, there was 500 members on our private group. Um, that's when they to come in and give them a hand. Uh, lucky for them. But um, it's it's gone huge. We've got the local GP practices who, who come on to us now. Um, so they come on and say that if you've got the doctors now and say that if you're feeling depressed or low, they'll put you onto a social prescriber and the social prescriber will say there's the contact for, for one of us at Man Club, go and have a word with them and, and see what they can do. So it's gone down a really, really good positive route. That's amazing. Absolutely brilliant. And lads, so we'll bring the other guys into then. So we'll go from the way I see it, so so Adam, you're on my left as the screen is. Uh, so next to you is Kev Cook. Kev, how are you doing tonight, buddy? All right, man. How are you? Not bad, man. Not bad. Not bad. So listen, give us a bit of a, an overview of of who Kev is, why you're part of Man Club, and and how it all <coughs> came about, and 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 the difference it's making for you. Um, I'm 43. You found me, man. Um, I came to help Adam. Up. Got to know Adam through my missus, who sort of like related to Adam. 
so we've had a friendship for a few years now. Um, I had a master's to come in and it hit me straight away. Obviously, I told you, my brother struggled massively with his mental health, had a breakdown. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realise it at the time when Adam came and sat having a chat with him, how much I needed to talk to him, like how much was loaded on my mind over the last couple of years with everything that's gone on. Grief, having tinnitus, stressed out, stressed out about not wanting to stress our last out, money worries. Um, you know, it just mounts up. Um, and then getting involved with the activities and then seeing the other lads and even some of the other lads' stories, some of the older boys who was in the club and the difference what we've made with some of them has moved my mental health up massively as well. So I picked my mood up, which has improved me to help improve them. <clears throat> it's been, been quite good, like. Yeah, and, and it's interesting because like, you and I had a conversation the other night like I did with, with the other guys and what I found interesting was you kind of do what, what all men do, right? The way you described it, you kind of did what all men do and that you didn't speak about your mental health to your wife or your missus or your family because you didn't want them to suffer with what you were going through and stuff. Have, have you found now, is it easier for you to talk to your other half now, now that you're kind of in it or yeah. do you still feel a little bit that you have to kind of hold back sometimes? Or No, so I still hold back sometimes with my missus. She has um, quite high anxiety. So she'll right. sit and do one thing. She doesn't like talking about stuff. So I still like sort of, I'm sort of careful about how much I'm putting on it because I know she'll it'll build up in her mind and she'll get stressed mm-hmm. out. So that's why I've got these lads <laughs> coming on loads of things or football. So we like, we're all like a small family now. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it, it, I, have, I have to say, right, you know, looking at the, the community that you have, so you've got the private group for, for, the, for the lads of, of Man Club. And then you've got obviously the, the public group then that everybody can can see. Um, and just the sense of community that comes in from both of those groups is is incredible to watch. And again, as I said, from from it being a very short space in time, like you're only going a few months now at this stage as well. So it is just absolutely, uh, absolutely incredible. Um, Kev, in terms of the the activities that that you do and stuff um there's there's nights during the week that you arrange different activities and stuff. what what kind of activities do you do you look at doing and, and how do you go about getting the guys there and you know what's what way does it work out so everything's run through the page so we're doing like a weekly schedule what's run through the man club page um at the moment what's running now is we've got badminton on a wednesday night Football on a Thursday, what's going to go to two nights a week. Um, and then we've got Blue Booty every other week on a Sunday. But we are looking, obviously, the nights are getting late, but the weather's getting better. We are looking at other activities for the weekend. So we've got paddleboarding coming up again. There's probably going to be other activities up with, a, with the same group at the seafront, um, course of teaming and stuff like that. Um, we are looking at doing some walks as well. Um, probably some Pilates or yoga coming in there eventually. So groups, we get more members just about being inclusive for everybody. Yeah, so, yeah. Not everybody wants to run about like an idiot for an hour. Some See, people just want to come out and go for a walk or just have a chat. Same people want to do, isn't it? Yeah. Like, that's the hard thing for us to work out, what everyone's able to do and, you know, what yeah. they want to do. So we'll try it, trial anything that works. If it works, if it doesn't, we'll bin it and move on to something else. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I imagine, like, you kind of have... You know varying ages of lads and varying fitness levels and all of that kind of stuff so someone's not going to be able to to do you know the badminton like i get tired running the bath these days lads you know what i mean so i'm not i'm not going to be on a football pitch or on a badminton court anyway but i'll go for a walk absolutely you know um but i guess that's probably i guess the the, the juggle isn't it in trying to figure out you know what to eat and then for somebody who who has say like a social anxiety because i think adam you had said it to me one night um, I don't know if someone else wants to pick this one up that there was a couple of guys who wanted to do the football had driven to the place but then just couldn't get out of the car and had sent a message saying like, that, 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 have you experienced that before or is that a common thing do you think or I've had a few lines I'm even with the room buddy mornings there's been people who said they'd love to come but they're just too frightened to, to meet new people we're getting loads of cold feet I've even offered a lad recently to just come in the kitchen with me 
and help cook. So your mind's a little bit busier and you know, you're not feeling pressured by talking to you know, people that might ease him in. Um, I'm still hoping that he's going to come. But uh, there was a gentleman that come that day when we were running it. Um, it's, he's, he's been holding off for about three or four weeks now coming. Uh, three or four broom buddies. And he finally come, come up, shook my hand straight after. Said, thanks very much. It's just what I needed. I'll be here next time. So it's just Great. getting that little, uh, yeah. just little bravery to just step <clears throat> off the edge. Yeah, yeah. Because it is like it is a massive thing, isn't it, for for lads? Like, I mean, like I talk about it all the time. The posts that I do and the podcasts that I do, and even you, like the smash the stigma kind of slogan that you have. Like, we're not used to talking. We're not used to talking, opening up about our mental health. We're not used to having those kind of conversations. And I think by doing what you guys are doing in terms of having the football, the badminton, the paddleboard and the broom putty morning, just there's, there's such a diverse list of, of activities there that anybody can get involved in really. So you have really kind of opened it up to anybody coming in, yeah. but at the same time, it, it's still trying to get lads through that door to make that step, isn't it? Like yeah. what do you find is, I guess the, the biggest pushback for, for, for those guys, like is there, a common theme with them is it anxiety is it depression is it just a fear of the unknown like is there a common do, so do you see a common thing with all the lads who don't show up and message afterwards or yeah so we do get like a, it, it is quite varied and the social anxiety side of it is massive <coughs> um, what i've found best we have a bit of a conversation on the run up to it so it's almost they've got a friend there, do you know what I mean? When they turn yeah, up, they, yeah, they've got yeah. a friend in me. And so if we've got football on a Thursday and I've got someone messaging me on like a Monday morning saying, Can I, I want to come to football, but I'm a bit nervous. As long as I keep checking in, checking in on that person and the build-up to that, then on like the Thursday morning, if, if they do get <coughs> in, if they are a bit anxious about coming still, then I, and I have like a joke about it saying, oh, you will be there tonight. Like, and like a bit of mate advantage, you know what I mean? And say, oh, you better come, do you know what I mean? And like with like a laughing face, for example, or just have, have that banter with them. And then it's, that's like that mate thing straight away. Like they know they're going to turn up and, oh, my friend, that's my friend there. That's a mate there. That's the lad who runs my club. He's my pal. And then they can come in and they're comfortable straight away. They come on the pitch and they're laughing straight away. Settles them a little bit, doesn't yeah, it? It's, 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 yeah, it's, yeah. That's, that's what we need. That's what we've been trying to do is we're going them out. It's been when you were a kid and you played football on your local estate. The always mm-hmm. kid that you've got to keep knocking on to see if they're going to come out. And yeah, when they do, yeah. they do. And it's just the same. Yeah. Just you're a man now, and you went down a you know a path, and you got yourself trapped a little bit. It's just it's just friendship, really, isn't it? That's it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's that's one of the biggest things. Like we you know with, with with lads, right, and with men, is that we we kind of need that camaraderie, don't we? We need that group of lads around us all the time. You know, we it it serves our mental health better in the long run if we have that constant group of of friends to always kind of be around and share stuff with and do things with and and i think that's why i i really latched on to what you guys were doing because of the different activities that are there and you're making it so open to to everybody do you know what i mean um it, it's not just a football group so therefore you know it's 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 not inclusive to people or it's not just badminton it's not just this it's all of it so you're you're really open it up to make it as inclusive as possible i guess for 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 any man for anyone and and, and i'll all sizes and ages and, and fitness levels and stuff, which is which is fantastic. Um, Stephen, I'm gonna to come to you, buddy. How are right. you getting on? I'm good, I good, busy weekend, yeah, yeah, uh, with the kids, football tournament, that was good. And with the with the football, I remember like you had just <clears throat> quick one on that the football tournaments I used to love doing. I coached my son's team when we lived right. in, in, in London. Um, and you know what I found the great thing about that was it didn't matter how bad a day you were having when you get on the pitch, your mental health, you'd be stressed out, anxious, depressed, whatever. I found when you got on the pitch with the young lads, it just got it was out the window. Yeah. Have you have you have you found that the last few weeks with the coaches? Seeing, seeing the kids playing like it was mint, wasn't it? Yeah, really. Yeah. We all enjoyed it. The, the full weekend, smiling faces, mint. Deadly, deadly. So listen, tell us, tell us a little bit about you. What got you into 
into man club what do you do outside of it and uh how's your how's your mental health been well, since, since you since you started it i'm adam's brother-in-law so that's how really i got in but basically my mental health i've always been like a stress head like overthinking stuff just getting worried about stuff that hasn't happened things like that. i think about stuff that happened 10 years ago but then it was like one stage well, I was at work one day and just started feeling like got spaced out, palpitations, things like that. So, and it was happening at the gym as well. I was going to the gym, I like, felt like my heart was going to come out my chest. So, I went to the doctors, they said, Oh, sound like you've got anxiety, give you some tablets for that. I was like, No, I'm going to try and sort it out myself. So it's basically just been a battle like that, really. I mean, I still struggle with it every day, mm. but just sort of trying to sort of deal with it you know and talking yeah, yeah. talking helps yeah and what, what do you find um kind of helps you helps you with it? is it the talking is it just getting out and about is it having I, something different other busy. than work Keeping yeah. yourself busy. um one massive thing for me was changing my job i i took a big plunge took quite a pay cut to, to do a job that now I, I love and it's been a massive help for me so that's probably the main thing that's helped me over the years. And it's, you know, you, 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 one of the easiest jobs as well. Aye. So you just got to like, you got to give him a, like a pat on the back for that. Like he's, you know, he's done something different to give him the focus. I mean, he's a fireman, so I think that's pretty. I was gonna, uh, yeah, I was, I was going to say, because you, you kind of went from, from, as you say, your mental health is better, but you couldn't probably be in a more stressful job. Like, you're literally a firefighter, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, that alarm goes off, right? That's surely to send your anxiety flying. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually camaraderie, though. It's you with the crew of men. You know what I mean? Like, women as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's that camaraderie, that teamwork, you know what I mean? It's, it's helped me through a lot. It helps every day. Brilliant, brilliant. And in terms of any of the events and stuff that you look at, so um, tell us a little bit about the uh, the, the Broom Butty mornings, what happens there and right, so how you set up and stuff. A little get-together on a Sunday, so it's basically we get in the kitchen, cook some bacon butties, make some teas and coffees for the for the lads, we'll have a little sit-down, a little chat. Um, people are quite open to discuss the problems. It's it's great. Like Some of the stories you hear are some like the, the the struggles they go through on a daily basis is is mad like it really is but it seems to help a lot of people just talking about it there was a lad called david there the other week and when he come for the first time he sat on the corner of the square of tables on his own Stephen, you know sat down on a good crack with him he's been every week he sits in the same spot as well and he's still quiet, still quiet but he's still coming and the change you see in people from the first time they come to, to one activity or event and then you see the progression it's that was, brilliant that, like, that's been amazing watching the change in that lad he came in the first day i was talking to him i literally says oh you're all right and he turned around and you could see him was physically shaking like nervous and i got talking to him he'd, he'd lived around there for about 12 years but hadn't actually got to know anybody and he come down there for the first time. I spoke to him for about 10 minutes. And then I went in the kitchen and then Stephen started to talk to him. Just brought him out of his shell a little bit. And he's like a different lad. Hellish thing and things like that. We have a lot of um, lads that come to the group that have moved into the area, met a lass like myself. Um, technically, I'm not from around here, but these sort of people move into the area and then they isolate themselves. 10, 15 years, some of them don't get out, and this is the first time they're starting to get out and blend with the community, and that's what's good. I think it's, mm -hmm. I think it's amazing that this is happening. Yeah, that's incredible. Very passionate. And to, yeah, and to think like that they've been living there for so long, do you know what I mean? And not, but it, it is a difficult thing to do, though, isn't it? Like, as we get older and stuff, even when you, you know, you start a new job, I know for me anyway, right, when I started a new job or I moved teams on the, in the company I was in, if I went to a different team, um, they used to, like, most people's first impressions of me was that I was rude, obnoxious, ignorant, standoffish, and it's not that I was trying to be, it's just I, I don't do small talk, do you know what I mean? I, I don't know how to walk up to someone and go, all right, mate, how's it going? Like, I'm, I'd be very reactive 
rather than being proactive in 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 that sense or people say matt we're going for for lunch or something you come and i'd be like no no i'm i like that i'd be rattling like do you know what i mean but like, no no I'm, I'm i'm all right and it would take me a, a while to come out michelle and actually start talking to people so i can only imagine what it'd be like for those guys who have moved as you say kyle have moved into the town have not really not and then you you kind of get stuck in a rut then don't you and you're it's all just about working home and working home and you don't i know you know as as men we don't allow ourselves to push ourselves out like that you know what i mean to go out and find friends or to go out and find lads that we can hang out with or whatever so it can be quite isolating i guess for 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 a lot of people so that's yeah. brilliant to see that that's that it's it's working out like that and Stephen, like the brew and butty mornings are they the same time every week or is it every other week or how us nine on a on a Sunday every couple of weeks we do it. We'll, we'll see what people we'll obviously put it on the group. If there's plenty of people wanting to go, we'll we'll sort one out, you know. We'll probably be able to get some more going. It's gonna Possibly. be a week Yeah, aye. It's it's good. Yeah. It's going well. So And do you get do you get the I'm assuming down. you get the use of, of it is it like a, a parish hall or something you have or is yeah, it a yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh just gives people a chance to get out of the house, doesn't it? For for an hour and have a right. chat. Belly belly on the mm-hmm. cover. Gossip like women. And it helps. It's, it helps. It's helped me a lot. It's helped me a lot as well. To be fair, talking to different people. So I've always been pretty shy, but it's mm-hmm. getting used to talking to just people you don't know and getting to know them and getting your story across as well. It's class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you find. Sorry, Matt. It's like what Adam mentioned a while ago. Back in the day, like say twenty year ago, twenty five year ago. Social clubs and that were massive, but you don't really see that now. So what we've got, the yeah. real wooden sort of like a social club. So it's not like people coming in and just thinking that they've got to vent off the problems. It's giving people a chance just to come out out of their space, feel a bit comfortable with other lads and just having a crack and just relaxing a little bit. And it's making a massive difference for, for us all. Mm-hmm. For us all <clears> as well. I mean, we've had the guide dogs there as well, haven't we? Therapy dogs. Therapy dogs, dogs, yes. Therapy dogs. We've had County Down Fire and Rescue. Yeah, they come Uh, on. They came over for a broom and a chat. Um, People coming in now, so um, you get down County Council, I've got like wellbeing officers. Um, They're they're coming, they're going to start coming over for a chat and and give the lads a bit of guidance and a a point in the right direction as to what's coming up. Um, but they're also helping us do like the couch 5k. We, they've got to do like a, a run, uh, <coughs> it's called like a lead in run fitness. Kev's going to do that. We've got the mountain biking, so John County Council's got like, a big container full of mountain bikes and that they're for us to use. So they're going to come along the body one to give us a bit of guidance as well and not just have a chat with everyone else, but they're going to give us the guidance and put us through the courses. They've been brilliant with us, to be honest, um, to get us through. So we're finding local councils, colleges, they're all starting to try to support us. Because that's incredible. Most for things we don't know mm-hmm. what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and it but is like it, it, something new is happening. Yeah. <laughs> but it is like it like every time, every every other day when I speak to to, to one of you or even to, to you, Adam, there's there's something else happening. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's somebody else getting involved. There's another group. So it really has turned from like that peer-to-peer support group site that started on Facebook and in a few months has really become this massive community, even outside of that, you say, with the people that are getting behind you. You know, you were even giving a, a speech there, was it last last weekend? Yeah, I was away with uh, Brandon Byshottles. Parish Council took me and, and Catherine, uh, my wife, away down to Scarborough, it was the National Association of Councillors. It was like a well-being weekend for, for councillors to get together and talk about their mental health. I, I don't think I realised before I went, councillors get it in the neck quite a lot from mm-hmm. people in who's, who's from their ward. And a lot of them, people down there, there was, there was one gentleman who... He's from Northern Ireland and he suffers with PTSD quite severely. But when I went down, I, I was obviously a nervous wreck about doing my talk. But uh, thanks to you, Matt, I've, uh, I think I've overcome quite a lot and, and have the confidence to, to stand up and put my point across. But I think I'm, I'm obviously I've got the passion there 
and and I want I want to drive that smash the stigma slogan what we've got mm-hmm. so that every man feels comfortable enough to talk about the mental health to obviously bring bring down people suffering and bring down suicide, suicide rates is a is a massive thing like the North East got the highest rate of suicides in the country so I I really try and drive that drive that and bring that number down but going away with the council and just being able to stand up and tell them about Man Club and, and offer my help. There, were, there was loads of councillors like, coming to me after saying they've been trying for years to do what we've achieved in a matter of months. Uh, so I've like offered our, our services and support to try and get other Man Clubs started around the country. So uh, watch this space. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, I'm going to come back to that one now, later on anyway. But um, let me bring Kyle into the conversation now. How are you, brother? I'm all right, you? Not bad, but not bad. Getting to it, getting to it. I saw, do you know what? Just just as I hit the live button, I saw your the post that you put up, the brick in the post that you put up. But the nerves gone. Have you settled down now? You? I'm settled down <laughs> now. Right now. I mean, it's been quite hard because I'm at the end. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <laughs> you could have just picked, you know, like left, right, send it. <laughs> It just made sense to kind of go that way with I it, know. you know what I mean? <laughs> so tell us a bit about you, buddy. Tell us about your your journey with it and, and your mental health and, and how, how Man Club has helped. So, like I was saying earlier, I'm not from the area. I'm from Washington. Mm-hmm. It's only 15 miles away, but I've lived in the area 13 years. Um, to be honest, when I was just talking about it there, I think the only person that's around here that's offered me to come out for a beer quite often over the years has been Adam. And when I joined the Man Club, which was just a Facebook group at the start, I didn't understand what it was until I started reading it all. And I was dead passionate about it. And then Adam asked for me help. Jumped it straight away with him being the only person I ever really bothered with. And doing it has massively helped me. I just sort of done it initially as, can you give us a bit of, bit of help with this club up there? No problem. And I haven't realised that I'm starting to not rely on it, but every week when there's something happening and I'm doing it with other people and it's more engaging and I'm seeing people grow, it's making me a hell of a lot better. And what do you find is the, is the biggest thing? You and I kind of spoke about this briefly the other night as well. Is it? The, the helping that's kind of helping you is it just being around the lads like what's the biggest contributor to it's, it's the helping it's, it's the it's what its name is it's a club that's mm. what's helping me um i've obviously with my mental health it's you know it's, it's probably been going back years but it started coming up uh five years ago when i had an accident um, and then i started drowning in my own business and everything just started to collapse and implode uh, over the last few years, I've been managing to build myself up. Um, what's great when I'm with the man club as well is is looking at other people, being able to recognise just in the face or the eyes if they're going through the same thing. You can li- I can literally spot it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if that's just because you know I've been in that dark place and I've tried to commit suicide three times. Um, that's the one thing that always plays in my mind over and over again. I just don't want that to happen to anyone else. Mm-hmm. Don't need to. And it is, you do, there is a, a, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a, there's a bigger empathy, isn't there? When you, with, when you've been through yeah. it, as you say, you can, you can see it in the other fella, you know, there's something, much, there's a look behind the eyes or there's there a, is, it's, it's, it's that sort of caged, caged lion look. You, you recognise it. I mean, I, there's a there's a lad that comes into my work, um, and I just recognised a couple of weeks ago that he was stressed. I could just see his eyes, so I pulled him to the side and started chatting with him. Um, and it, he's, he pulled me about two weeks later and said, thanks for that. He says, I didn't realise what you were doing at the time. I hope he's watching tonight, because I, I did tell him that it was going to be on. <laughs> <laughs> And tell us about the uh, the, the football nights in a day. Was that how it started? The, the activities with, with the football and then everything else kind of followed and you kind of take charge on that side of things, don't you? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, was it the first football night you had on when I come along? The first football night was, yeah, that was way back. Way back when the man was coming in sideways. 
Uh, it, was, it was like something out of that Forrest Gump movie. The rain was coming up and down. Like, it was crazy that night. Um, I'd been looking at doing something like that for about five, six years. Just getting the courage to go, you know, and mingle with all the new blokes. Um, like what Adam was mentioning before about just getting in touch with someone in that buddy system. Mm. I thought that's helped me just to go build up the courage. Soon as the game was over, that was it. It was like a euphoria. I felt great. Um, apart from the humility of how big I am and I can't play football. But um, <laughs> So as soon as Adam says, look, do you fancy helping us? You do the football. No problem, I'll do that. Um, what I've noticed is it's just everyone turning up. Football is the easiest one for us to run in a sense because it's the national sport, like a world yeah. sport. So everyone's yeah. played football at some point. It's just getting them to come down, but it's seeing people that don't play football come and play it and watching them change. It's brilliant. Mm. Building up of becoming a better person, I think it's... It's class to see people in different abilities as well, isn't it? Yeah. Playing alongside each other. Everybody's got that respect, or you, mm-hmm. might be, you might be a well-beater, but you're just going to enjoy it with the, with the rest of us, you know what I mean? It's good. I think I said yeah, when I was at the council mm-hmm. last week, when I was doing the talk at the council, and we're there the topic of football was was quite high on the list from a lot of the from a lot of the councillors wanting to know why why I chose football like Kyle said it's like the national sport and I said you can go on that pitch and just put the ball down in the middle and like you'll have three or four blokes who they've never met before. As soon as you put the ball down in the middle they're kicking the ball <coughs> and the next thing like, they're having a laugh and that and everyone's getting involved with starting we look like doing walking football. Um, for people who's less uh, less able uh, to to be running the mock, we're looking at doing like a dads and kids session. Uh, last week we were down and um, my son Bobby was he come down. He was having a kickabout on the pitch with some of his friends next to us. And for the last ten minutes, I asked the lads if he would come and join us. And he came on and we, there's a lad Gary Brown who's he played football at a very high level. Um, and he was like getting involved and he was like helping them out a bit and giving them a bit of advice and like all the lads were chipping in and we had a class laugh and he come away chuffed a bit so it's the next thing yeah, he scored yeah so we're getting there a dad, the dad and kids night will be a, a really good a really good thing for us to get involved with and like I said before when we had the fun zone at Langley invited us down then loads of loads of lads turned up with the kids and there was some like lads turned up who were single dads and they knew they being a single dad and they're going down and meeting other dads and then you like driving up the front street where we live and you're seeing yeah. these two lads walking together with the kids yeah. on a totally separate day. So they're getting to know each other through that. Obviously right. they're each other a bit of pay, pay to pay support and it, it's going on from there. Just That's the way it's evolving and, and uh, we've got all these crazy ideas. Um, from various meetings what we've had and we're just trying to push that as best we can but it all relates back to football everything relates back to our football sessions and, and how good they are and like Kyle's just said you'll have lads who've played who have played at very high levels to lads who have yeah we've got one lad who comes and he opens the admits that he's got two left feet but he comes and he gets involved and everyone has a laugh and do you know what I mean? And it, it, all of that just bond and gel, and at the end, everyone's giving each other a hug and a high five. And there's not one person walks away from that football pitch on a Thursday night. And if game. anyone scores a worldie, the rest of us cheer like mad. Uh, it's it's <coughs> going like it's a, a championship goal. Or no, no, no one cheers as much though, Matt, when they kick the ball over the big fence. Yeah, Stephen did it on Thursday. Yeah. He made a car lap. Brilliant, brilliant. Taking tips from Harry Kane, eh? Just blocking straight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's amazing. And as you said, right, it's that it's that ripple effect, isn't it? As you said, there's yeah. a there's a couple of lads out there playing football of a of a Thursday night, whatever it is, and then you, you know, a couple of days later, you see two lads who didn't know each other previously now out with the kids, and there's those bonds and friendships that are being that are being made there that are going to last and i think that's the key to this then isn't it that's where the support where the help where the um 
that camaraderie, that friendship is going to come into play off off the back of all of that. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it, it is going, like you say, it's going beyond the football evening, or it's going beyond the badminton night, or the 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 brew and butty mornings. You know, it's 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 seeping into everyday life now for these guys, and they are making lasting lasting friendships. Yeah, that's what's it's really good to see. We've got a couple of lads, so we use um, a pub, local pub called the Brownie for quite a lot of fun. We do the quizzes um, and quite a lot of the lads will post saying, like yesterday when the Newcastle match was on and one of the lads posted and a few of the lads went out and met for a, a beer and oh, there's two lads who they were started pumping eating to each other at the train station in Durham uh, on the way to work in Newcastle. And the, if one of them said, he was saying, to tell us the story about this lad come over and randomly in the train station and said, how are you doing? Are you all right? And suddenly had a chat, and it wasn't until he was already on the train that he realised he'd met McMahon Club. So now they meet on the morning and they have a chat, and like they might grab a coffee. Do you know what I mean? And then have a bit of chat in the morning and get on the train together to work. It's, it's something everyone's got in common now. Yeah, it is. That's it. That we've got. But it is kind of like Tinder for mates. <laughs> 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 Just don't have to swipe anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it is crazy, Matt, because you've got like you've got lads who you've got lads who turn up who did never in a million years be in the same social circle as, as someone else. Mm-hmm. Um like we've got some proper characters, real characters, part of man club, and seeing some lads who turn up who you wouldn't knock about with when you were younger. Exactly. Yeah, like Charm, goth, yeah, yeah. so you've got like different obviously someone who like loves going out nightclub every Saturday night and someone who enjoys going to watch a band and you, they never normally cross paths because they've got two totally different social circles where we bringing them together and they're like clicking as if they've been best mates for years and that's what's brilliant to see and they're reassuring each other they're offering pay support and they're offering to go for walks together and meet for a coffee or go for a pint and that's the way it's the, the direction it's headed and, that, and that's what's so good about it yeah yeah no it is it's, it's absolutely brilliant like it really is um one thing i i, I spoke on Kev, uh kev i'm gonna throw this one to you right because you and i kind of spoke about this the other night briefly um yeah. and i kind of thought i'll ask him i'll ask this question of you when when we get on um one of the main reasons I wanted to do the live, right, is I've I've spoken about how you know mental health can affect us all in different ways, right? Um, and there is this preconceived notion or misconceptions about mental health that it has to be from a trauma or it has to be from this or it has to be from that or whatever, right? But what I see now is I've got four lads sat in front of me now, right? Um Adam, your depression and suicidal thoughts kev you know your mental health with your your experiences with your brother and your wife with anxiety and stuff uh Stephen with the anxiety and obviously then kyle with your depression and, and again suicide and stuff as well thrown in and the injury then i think that kind of catapulted it all but kev what do you see with all the lads coming in right is there do they bring those preconceived notions with them that you know mental health is this bad thing or this taboo subject that that shouldn't be spoke about? Yeah, so I think that's the like some of the lads when they come down to brew and Woody more and you can see some of them's a bit nervous about talking because they must think we're just going to sit there like a therapy session and want people to open up. <laughs> right. But it's not about like man clubs not about a therapy session. It's about mm-hmm. just being, feeling comfortable. Someone's playing on your mind. Just have the crack about it. We don't want to sit there and be like a therapist. Just, just yeah, talk. Yeah. Just have the crack like what we haven't. Because when me and Adam started talking, and all over we didn't talk about what my issues I was going through. When I started talking, Adam, I just opened up, and it was like the relief that was coming off my shoulders. I thought, "Fucking hell, that feels class." Like, so we just, just start with the conversation, talk. man. Yeah. So we we'll do like the Blue Buddy Mons conversation, yeah. and then that will happen. Literally, what you went through, you do find that. Just years, like obviously, mine's mine started when I got tinnitus and the stress was building, and then my granddad passed away. And then our human had his meltdown, uh, had a bad breakdown, 
and then more debts, money worries, and then worrying about our loss and, and obviously our young's mental health was up and down. It was just all building from the back of bereavement. Obviously not I wasn't going stupid on the drink, but like it was getting to the point where I was having a couple of whiskies every night and on the weekend I was on three or four whiskies, but when you start having a drink, you don't know what I mean when you sat there, you're in that frame of mind and you're just reminiscing and then you you put music on and it's playing your mind and all the thoughts are going through your head and you think time, time to switch this off. Mm-hmm. So when when I joined Man Club and then I, I spoke Adam and uh <clears throat> just got it off my chest with him. It's just turned me massively like I think we've always been quite open about that, that we're not trained counsellors that yeah, yeah. we've got obviously we've all done the mental health first aid course. Um but we've been open that luckily we can get people onto counselling. I was fortunate when I had my mental health episode that I could go to I went to Andy Camus at Eastern Veterans and I got onto my counselling through that. Um, and Andy probably says to me, it's, there's no bullshit, there's no way at times. And, he, and he's that good at what he does, and so is his team, that they can get people, veterans, into support. But now they've run the Community Resilience Programme. Andy said to us, well, if, if someone needs that support, we can get them onto that. Uh, I work for a big company who have EAP, and not allowed to know about that. So if, if there's someone from work who struggles with the mental health, and it doesn't can't just offload on me, or if you talk to me and I think that they might need more professional help, then we can get them into these channels and and get them the help and support that they need and, and what they deserve. Yeah, that's brilliant, brilliant. And that's the thing; like it is, it, it, there is, you have to kind of have that because I see it in a few in in a load of different groups. I mean, in mental health groups and stuff that I mean on on, on Facebook and people thinking that they know how to counsel or they know what they're doing. And, and even for me as a, as a coach, like I need to know where my kind of boundaries are with it. There's times where lads will come to me and I'm like, look, lad, it's a counselor you need. It's not a coach. Yeah, you, know what I mean? you, you have to kind of know where those, those boundaries are. And having the awareness of that, I guess is, is, is massive as well, you know, cause you do like, we do want to help in every, like men, you know, we, we always just want to fix stuff, don't we? We want to just wrap your arms around it and fix it and make it, make it better. But having the awareness, I guess, I'm probably coming from, from doing the mental health trend. You'll have that awareness even fuller then as well. Um, and we said, you know what, we can help and we can be a club and we can be a support group, but actually there's a counselor that you should really go yeah. and have a conversation with. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. that's the, well, I'm not much of a diverse type of people yeah. as well. I mean, if, um, it must have been about eight weeks ago now. Um, I was sat in here and someone had wrote on the group. So if you write on the private group, we sort of checked it over first mm-hmm. uh, for a few reasons, obvious reasons. But this one lad posted on and uh, he said he was like feeling suicidal. So instead of putting it on the group, I messaged him privately. It turns out he lived in, in South Wales. Yeah. So and, and he needed that mental health support. So I had a chat with him briefly over over Messenger, and I contacted the crisis team in South Wales, who and got his details. So I passed their details on to him, and he messaged me a few days there, and he said like, "Thanks a lot. You've you've like you've sorted us out, and, and I've and I'm I'm getting the help that I need." And from the back of that, I looked at other groups. In Wales, uh, there's a group called the uh, Lads and Dads, and uh, I, I contacted them, explained obviously what Man Club was and what we were all about, and explained this guy's situation to them, and they contacted him for him to join them. So they do stuff obviously with with the dads and the kids, and but they do various like walking groups and stuff. So they mm-hmm. contacted him and got him the support there. So he's getting help and support from the NHS. But he's also getting a, like a man club style group down there, and he, and he's been quite frequent in contacting and saying like, look, like thank you, you've you pointed us in the right direction, and that's noticing there. That's a more extreme case, obviously, where he's come to me and he said like, I'm I'm gonna do something, and it was <coughs> straight away he needs he does need some professional help, and he needs quite urgently. So getting straight out of crisis was was what I deemed necessary at the time. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and got a <coughs> track straight away there. That's brilliant. Now, fair play to you, buddy. That's amazing. 
I, I'm great for him as well, you know, that he's able to come back to you, like, and say, look, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. absolutely fantastic. So tell us, lads, what's what's next on the horizons? There's, there's been so much happening over the last couple of months. There's there's a lot more to come, I think, as well. What are they? I'll give E.G. a, a chance to answer that one. What are you all looking forward to over the next few months? Is that in specific that individually you're looking forward to or just as a collective or? More outdoor stuff, I mean, weather's getting better, so hopefully get some 11 side footy games going with the, the pitch is going to be football a lot better. And well. uh, football tournaments, we're thinking about. Um, the, the water activities, the, the adventure training. Yeah. When I was in the army, I was an 18 instructor, and I, I didn't realize how lucky I was to, to do a role like that. I was based in the Lake District, so. We used to take groups on kayak and canoe and used to gorge walking and mountain biking and hill walking and and my well being was like was like one of the best times of my life. And going out on the water last week, there was some lads who turned up who we'd never met before. And getting out and I mean we were shite on the water and the, <laughs> the, instructor, the instructor was laughing his battle all the way through Benny's called and like Ben was saying, if you try paddleboard you should always do it on open water and, and like sorry on like a lake and not on the sea because the tide just get knocked off but we played some games and then with like 20 <coughs> minutes to go we ended up going and ditching our oars uh, our paddle surfing. sorry and we, we had to go surfing and all of our families were through come through and the kids were playing on the beach and laughing at all of us spending more time in the sea than uh, on the board but it's, <laughs> it was a massive eye opener for me personally how how good my well-being was after that. I come away from that, yeah. and, and I thought, like, like Stephen had been on night shift the night before, bless him, and he he come turned up like a zombie. He'd been out on calls all night, and he come and he got in the water and got back off, and he looked like a different bloke. He was he was having his little shake when he uh, when he got <laughs> off the water. Just getting stuff. A lot of the members as well is putting stuff to us now, aren't they? Oh, like saying that we've had pool, yeah, pool, pool team, and... pool team. Um, just getting to know what people want to do, that's all really. Well, that's, I put out some um, <coughs> like some questions the other day as well, just to get a little bit of feedback. Um, you don't have to put the personal details on. So that's helping us build a little bit of a profile um, in what way we can take the club and do different things. But the, the main thing is just getting everyone out, doing more and more. Yeah. I like mean, we've that, always that coastal, said... Course the team, yeah. Of course, the team, yeah. that's gonna, I think that's gonna do really good. That we've always said that, like, I've openly stood up in, in the Broom Booty Morning and said, I don't care what you want to try, what you want to, if you want to give something a go, come and speak to me because one of us four will, will try it, yeah. So, there's going to be at least two people going to try this activity. Mm-hmm. We've got obviously members who were who were all there and students. We're looking at, at like getting a polytunnel, like a greenhouse down at the church hall, so where they can go and they can go in and like we love spicy food. I mean, Kyle and anyway, grow chilies, and so we can go down and tent to that, and it gives us something to do. But obviously, the it gives blokes who aren't able to come and like play football or come to badminton. It gives them something to do. They can go down and put the kettle on and sit and sit and have a, have a brew and a chat and tent, yeah. tent of the flowers in the polytunnel for us so we've got a dj workshop yeah we've got dj workshop we've got offers to do chili festivals um which i'll be excited about don't think i'll be entering it but i'll uh, quite happily <laughs> there's all sorts of things i think i've got like a, i've got a notebook in the in the other room Matt, and it's just filled of stuff we had a meeting once and kev had a good idea to put it on a live so it was on a live for people who were a bit anxious about turning up and we came away with about 20 different activities. Like, there's, we're looking at foraging. Yeah, foraging, people were saying, we're saying, yeah, we, we can look at that and Hampstead Forest do that. So we, yeah. we're looking at that. There's, we're looking at golf. People, there was a massive uptake and people want to try golf, going fishing. Gaming, online uh, gaming. Online gaming. And it's just all stuff what we've got to work on now and to build and to, to get as many people involved. And I think that's that's an incredible insight to have, though, isn't it? Right? Because you see 
any any group, any online format like that that does anything for men's mental health, in in, in my opinion, deserves a high five and a, and a pat on the back, right? Absolutely, because regardless of what you're doing, you're doing something. Do you know what I mean? Um, and you're getting a conversation started, regardless of of what it is. But I think what's so special about what you're doing is 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 opening it up to all of those activities and not shying away from any one because. It just goes to show it's not lads that are just interested in football who might suffer with their mental health, or it's not lads that just play golf. Although my anxiety is through the roof when I play golf because I'm fucking shy. Um, <laughs> I, I, I love I love playing it, but I'm terrible. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, or it's not just guys that want to go fishing. Do you know what I mean? It's it's everyone. It's every bloke out there, regardless of what you're into, regardless of your age, your physical abilities, or, or physical fitness, or whatever it is. Um, your mental health is going to suffer at some point in your life. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's one of the biggest things we need to be aware of for for everybody out there. But the fact that you guys have the awareness to kind of say, right, you know what? Here's a group of lads that are part of Man Club that love online gaming. So there's a group for them to go and, and, and do what they want to do. There's a group for the lads who want to play golf, darts, pool, whatever it is. And it's it's all bringing it back to that same point that smash the stigma that start talking that have the conversation um and, and that community thing so i can i can see huge huge things for you guys in the future i really can't because it's absolutely phenomenal what you're doing Thank you. right i think we'll we'll absolutely no actually sorry there's one more thing there's one more thing and i did say i was going to come back to it um before we drop off adam you dropped a little sneaky one there earlier when you said maybe more national gone national with, with with man club is that something that's in the pipeline is it something that you're just thinking about are we going to see man clubs all over the uk and scotland and wales and ireland or or what what's what's the plan what, what, what's what's your vision of it what's the overall goal i guess for for man club before we before we drop off how do you see this in the future so i'll set you and i when uh, you interview me on the podcast, that the end goal for us is to have, have like a hub where we can get people in. I know fine well that my mental health didn't just affect me, it affected Catherine and the kids. And I want somewhere where we can get groups, families. Um, we've just been away from England this weekend, and I said to Stephen, like, I, I've had for how manic this weekend was, I've literally had the most stress-free, happiest weekend with three happy kids. And my, my daughter's 12 now, and she never wants to do anything with, with her dad. Uh, she just wants to stay at home with her friends, and like she's been happy. And I said to Stephen, I've just said the lads before, imagine getting a caravan down from England for families to use. So once, mm-hmm. if, if, we've got, if we get a gentleman come in who needs mental health support and we we get them on that journey and saying go like go paddleboarding go and stay in a caravan go and go and do something on us so your family can see how much you've turned a corner and and how much you've turned your life around because it does impact families massively impacts families and and not just the person who's who's suffering with mental health yeah yeah no it does absolutely you're right and i'm glad you kind of <clears throat> you kind of brought it up because i think that's that's something that we overlook as well as as lads we don't we kind of take it upon ourselves now i'm fine i'll sort it out myself i'm grand i'm okay and we just bury it and bury it but it's only when you come out the other side of it that you have you know that 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 knowledge and foresight and that actually this had a massive impact on the people yeah. around me, on your partner, on your kids, on your family, yeah, and, yeah. and, and whoever. And I think we need to be a little bit more aware that you know your your mental health will have an impact and a negative impact on those around you. Um, yeah. So that'd be that'd be absolutely phenomenal for us to be able to do that. And that's, that's awesome. With regards to going with with regards to expanding, when I was down at the meeting, I've, I've like I said, I've, I've offered our services to help get the clubs up and running. We've we've all said that we we're not in competition with anyone. Um, mm-hmm. We we here to offer help and support, and everyone who who runs a mental health support group like uh, like what we do, we all want 
the same goal. The same goal. We yeah. all, we've all got the same achievement. We're not, we're not in this for profit. We're not in this for to big ourselves up. All, all, like all our starting man club for was to help people out. So I, when I'm going to these meetings and I'm doing these talks and I'm offering our services, like if, if we get lads in, so there's a, a council in Surrey, a parish council in Surrey, and they've asked me to go down and do a talk down there and I'll just take one of them T-shirts down and, and find someone who's keen enough and willing enough to, to get one off the ground down there and we'll support them on that journey. Um, with technology now, like with, we're in Northern Ireland and we're over here in England and we're doing this live now and it's, that's how easy it is for us to support them yeah. and take them on that journey and, and, yeah, and yeah. get them a man club up, up and running and that, that's what we want to do. It uses the powers of social media for what it's for. Yeah, right? exactly. Absolutely. Using social media in a positive light and uh, I'll come down and stop when suicide rates are an all-time low and every man in the country is wanting to one of these t-shirts on one day. And, uh, <laughs> people actually stop in the street and talk to strangers because it's something you don't really see anymore now. Yeah. Like, I was saying this to the week, like when we were kids, when you walked down in the village or the place you lived, nearly everybody spoke when you walked past people. You can walk past people in the street now, even in the place where you live, and people walk past without even saying hello. Avoid eye contact. Yeah. Crazy. Being social needs picking up absolutely massively. Yeah, and it is. And I think I. Who was I said this to during I think it was, it was on Friday night. Adam and, and Saban spoke here. There is there is a, a shift this year, certainly. I, I've I've seen um in in terms of, of more men coming out and coming being more open about their mental health, certainly than the last couple of years have been. I mean, for, for yeah. whatever it is, I think is it, it could be maybe just a hangover from COVID. I think a lot of people suffered with that. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously look we're everything's back open now, but there's a lot of places who are still on two or three days maybe in the office you know everyone's working remotely we're still trying to get used to this kind of new way of living you know yeah since covid and stuff there's a lot of redundancies happening globally you know google microsoft apple like everyone's letting people go there's a lot of uncertainty happening in the world at the moment um but there is a shift happening for sure in terms of of, of men starting to talk more about mental health and i think the fact that you guys are, are there with your hands up saying, look, give us a shout if you need anything to talk, it's just absolutely amazing. Like, it really is. And um, I know you had just said it, Adam, you know, you're, you're not here to, to big yourselves up. I'll big you up because I think what you're doing is absolutely fucking incredible. It really is. You deserve every success that you get from it. And I know, you know, you are changing lives, you know, and that's the thing. As you say, you're, you're, that's the whole point you started this. I know but from my perspective, look, I was in a in a dark place. I had my suicide planned. I knew exactly what I was going to do. Um, and for me, starting the podcast, that's what it was all about. It was just getting that conversation going, um, and, and and trying to get lads talking. You know, um, so we did same goals and aspirations in terms of bringing that that suicide rate down because it is what is it seventy eight percent of global suicides are men. Yeah. Um, they say you know it's. It's down to the fact that we don't talk about it. Women talk. Women have their, you know. I think there's a, there's a lot we can learn from from the women in our lives. You know, they'll, my, my wife says it to me all the time. Some of the best counselling sessions she's ever had have been with one of her best mates and, <laughs> and a glass of wine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, it works, we, it works. we don't we don't tend to do that. But I know obviously with the the brew and butty mornings, that's something that's starting to take hold now, and that's starting to become more socially acceptable i guess within men's circles that you know it yeah. is something that we need and it is something that we have to start doing a lot more of because um there's a lot of men out there suffering they're not alone we've we've been through it as well lads you know we all have our own individual stories to tell and how dark it can get and it is a dark lonely place when you get there um but it's because of groups like you and lads like you that are making it all the difference so well done absolutely well done so I'll, I'll one more little thing from from each of you. If you have any thoughts, any words of wisdoms, any anecdotes or anything like that to share, something to keep 
the lads' spirits up as you, as as they go through it or anything to, to say to any of the guys who may be watching but haven't actually turned up at a man club event yet. Um, Adam, I'll, I'll go to. Actually, no, I won't because they'll only give out to me if I don't. Kyle, I'll go to you first. I won't leave you last this time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you should have went to Kev. Kev's the boy. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to give out to you for putting him on the spot. He's <laughs> <laughs> just reversed it. If you need someone to talk to, just get in touch with us. You don't necessarily have to message one of us. You can just say something on the page. Um, mm-hmm. There's always someone listening. Like I said, it's like Tinder for mates. There's, there's going to be a friendship there for everybody. I can see that being the new tagline now, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> we might end up with loads of unwanted people. <laughs> Stephen, any final words from you, buddy? Just for me, it's like sort of the whole point of Man Club is trying to nip the problem in the bud before it gets too serious. So if you're feeling down, message one of us, come to an activity that's going to sort of improve your mental health before mm. it gets too too far gone, you know what I mean? That's the, that's the year, man. You don't have to have been at a point no. suicide or standing looking into the abyss. If you feel like you're getting there, even better. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff you're going to, you know, stop from happening. Oh, or even, sure. or just yeah. the, the other way is thinking is if you recognise a friend doing that. Yeah, yeah. Just being part of the group and that's being the way. That's the main thing for us. Yeah. Kev, anything from you, dude? Yeah, don't, it's, I know when you say it's easy for us to say because we have opened up, but don't sit there <coughs> thinking that, fucking hell, I'm going to sound stupid if I open up for him, because that's what I was always like in the back of my mind. We've all been there, but we've all been to this place, and we all know what it's like. But the first time when you start talking about it, you don't even have to open about all your problems, just, just, just to talk stuff like some of the stress to get off your shoulders. It's amazing how much of a weight it lifts and then how much easier it makes because you'd be holding so much in from telling your missus or your partner that you don't want to tell them because they'd be fucking hell, I'm going to drive them mad. They're going to, they're going to go ballistic or it's going to tip over the edge. No, it's a lot of pressure. Come, come and talk to the lads, just have the crack. Just one thing and it'll make you, it'll, it'll make your brain think differently and how to, how to get the words out to your missus without your, and the pressure release is unbelievable. When I spoke to Adam and then it went home and I, Tell the last what I was doing and what I'd gone through and that the fucking relief it was with me was amazing. And like the last said, she says, I knew we were struggling. I said, Yeah, but I didn't know what you like your anxiety. So made between us was, was was fucking brilliant. Like so that's all I can say. It's just take the first step. It doesn't have to be massive, but just the small steps. <clears throat> Message one of let us know that you're nervous about coming. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Adam, final words? Just I've always said that. I'd rather listen to your story than attend your funeral. If, if someone is feeling that low, that I, 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 promise, I promise that person that we can, we can get them the support, we can, we can help sort their lives out and, and get them back on track. You can post on our group anonymously. Uh, we say who that person is, but we, if they post anonymously or request a post anonymously, then we'll always we'll always stand by that and yeah. give them that help. We we can I can guarantee there'll be someone watching this now who's struggling, and mm-hmm. all you have to do is send one of us a quick message or post on the group. I know they've always said exactly the same thing, but um, I'm just reassuring what they're saying and. And a massive thanks to, to these three lads for, for the effort they put in. They didn't choose to, to come on board um, and they're doing a fantastic job. And a massive thanks to you, Matt, as well, for, for the, putting us on the map, so to speak. Uh, yeah, you too, Matt. You've been fantastic, Matt. Appreciate it, thank you. And uh, yeah, you've it's, all, all it's all on you, boys. Well, you said you were, you give us a pat on the back there, but I'd, you do some fantastic work in your stories unbelievable and where you've come from in the dark place where you've come and I don't think you could be yourself enough credit sometimes so so well done yeah. well done to you man appreciate that appreciate that and I'll have to um and I've, I've I've said it a couple of times in passing but I'll definitely be looking into 
taking a trip across the pond and going to a brewing butty morning for sure. Definitely need to get involved in. Well, the, in the plans in, in to come up. I didn't say you, but Kyle's wife uh, won't allow us over yet, just yet. We have to, uh, we'll be coming over soon enough, though. That's it, man club on tour, right? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> fan, club and, fan club and family by the sound of it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, Excellent. We'll, Excellent. Get it right. We'll now. get it arranged, lads. We'll get it arranged. Listen, Definitely. once again, thank you so much for everything that you do for, for men and mental health in your area and globally. The messages are putting out there is absolutely incredible. It really is. Um, and like I said, I've said it enough times tonight. You're an amazing bunch of lads. Um, and, and what you're doing is, is just absolutely incredible. So well done. And I wish you all the all the success that you are you are due. I've no doubt it'll come to you anyway. Thanks, Matt. Cheers, Cheers, right. Cheers boys. Folks, thanks million for tuning in on the first ever uh live podcast. I really appreciate it. Um we'll get this video up onto YouTube for anyone that 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 missed it and stuff, but for one last time, Adam, Kev, Stephen, and Kyle from Man Club, lads, thank you very much. Take it easy. Thank you, Thanks, everyone.